to try and make sense of something that is a 40-page report. We're joined now by Jeffrey Novak, who is the Chief Financial Analyst at the Financial Accountability Office. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, this report, it provides an update and an and, uh, updated assessment of Ontario's health spending in advance of the 2018 Ontario budget. I know it's 40 pages long. Could you get to the uh, major points of the report for us, if you could? Sure. I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, so, first of all, it's... Uh, it's taking a look at uh, the current health spending plan, uh, and that uh, we we note that in the in the last provincial budget they announced 6.9 billion dollars in additional healthcare funding over three years. And uh, the first thing we do is we, we take a look at that 6.9 billion uh, to find out uh, you know how it's being allocated. And uh, so first of uh, all, we find that we found that. Uh, well, about 1.2 billion of that is is just an accounting adjustment. Uh, so it's it's not cash that's going to uh, frontline services. Rather, it's just a, an accounting adjustment that has to do with a, a healthcare pension plan. Uh, the secondly, we find that uh, about uh, we found that about uh, 1.5 billion of that is for existing services, and the remaining uh, 4.2 billion is for uh, funding for. Uh, existing services, sorry, and the 1.5 was for new services. So uh, what that meant, uh, we then took a look at um, the overall spending in the health sector, and we uh, we note that from 2012, uh, the province has been restraining the growth of spending in the health sector. Uh, so it's been going, it's been growing below uh, what we call in our report the core cost drivers. So that's funding for. Uh, population growth. Uh, so we there's more people in the province is going to uh, more visits to the doctor, so it's going to cost more. Population aging. So we know as our population ages, uh, all things being equal, an older person will typically uh, consume more health dollars than a younger person. And then also inflation. So if you look at those three things, uh, that's averages uh, in our review about 4.3 percent. But uh, healthcare spending has been growing at a slower rate than that. So we ask uh, if 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 healthcare spending is growing at a lower rate, how how is that uh, possible? Uh, and you, to do that, you either find efficiencies in the health system, you take uh, temporary measures such as wage restraint, or eventually there's going to be changes in uh, healthcare quality or or level of service. Uh, and we found uh, since 2012, uh, the province has improved in efficiencies in, in the health sector. Uh, in hospital in the hospital area uh, in the hospitals area, we found that um, the cost of a stay in uh, a typical stay in Ontario has gone downward in other provinces that's gone up. We also uh, saw that there's hmm. been temporary measures, so uh, some restraint in, uh, in wages. Well, yeah, there's uh, been a billing cap on doctors for ages. That, that's correct. In yeah. fact, doctors' wages have gone uh, there's been some cuts yeah. over that period as well. Uh, and so that all, all of which is to say, even with that new money, it looks like uh, funding for existing services, especially in hospitals, OHIP and long-term care, is still uh, well below or still below, uh, you know, the basic amount that's required to cover inflation, population growth, population aging. Wow. What concerns you the most about the report? Well, I, I think uh, this builds on our previous report. I, I think... Um, I, I'm not. It, I think that the finding is that the 6.9 billion that was announced in the last budget is still not enough to cover what we think uh, you need to see in terms of uh, inflation, population growth, and aging. And so, uh, what, what you really need to see is 
is uh, what the province is planning to do to maintain health care quality and level of service, uh, you know, if, if they're not going to fund it at, uh, you know, that level of, of growth. Is there a number that you suggest that we should be spending on health care in the report? So if we if you look just in the short term in terms of uh, health care cost drivers, those basic ones, the core ones that we're talking about, to us, it, that's about 4.3% a year. Uh, and the province has been growing at a level that's that's less than that. Mm-hmm. So, so that that's just and that's just a general ballpark. So we we don't know what the ideal number would be, and of course that has to do also with changes that are ongoing in the in the health system. Uh, is it becoming more efficient? If that's the case, you you could you could uh, run at a lower level. Uh, but if it's just temporary measures, uh, like you noted with the doctors, and you know they're now going into binding arbitration, so uh, that freeze won't last forever. And when it when it does, then uh, you would expect that it might grow at more than four point three percent a year. Right, and you're saying there's a risk that increased spending will be required to avoid compromising healthcare access. Are we talking about increased wait times for specialists and procedures like hip replacements and things like that? Well, yeah. So the the the, the general idea is if you're not going to grow to meet inflation, population growth, aging, that 4.3 percent that we mentioned, uh, you, you you only have a few options. Uh, one is become more efficient, uh, temporary measures. Uh, such as wage restraint, which uh, we think will be harder and harder to do, and then uh, then you're looking at uh, impacts on service delivery. So just as you mentioned, the other option, of course, is to provide more funding for healthcare. So so that's that's kind of the, the balance and the risk that that we're talking about in in our report, uh, and that, that's kind of how we leave the report is 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 based on the current spending plan. Uh, new efficiencies need to be identified and they need to be significant or uh, or there will likely be an impact on healthcare quality and access unless, you know, in the 2018 budget, and right. that's kind of where we're looking at now, there, there perhaps may be more more funding available. Right, so we could be dealing with more shortage of beds at hospitals, beds in hallways that are, you know, this is really concerning to our listeners. You know, uh, the service that we pay our taxes to fund uh, they're just not funding. Uh, they're not putting enough of our tax dollars into our healthcare system. It could this actually, if if we don't see more funding from the government for healthcare, could could we be looking at a two tier system? I know people discuss this a lot, um, and I know you don't have a crystal ball, but if they're not going to fund it, is that the next step? So yeah, obviously we we don't have a crystal ball over here, and 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 we're uh, you know we're we're. Identifying some concerns, uh, we we did look at some metrics for for healthcare performance uh, in terms of uh, say ER wait times. We found that uh, since since 2012 or so it has improved, but recently since about 2015 that wait times have deteriorated uh, in in uh, ER in ER rooms. Uh, there's also indications. Uh, and that hospitals are becoming overcrowded. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the things that you would be concerned about if you are restraining uh, healthcare spending um, and are not finding, you know, efficiencies. Uh, and that's kind of the concern that we're raising in this report. I, I don't think the report itself doesn't have the final answer on that, but mm-hmm. that, those are the type of questions that uh, we have now uh, at the FAO have been asking in our, in our two reports and concerns that we're raising.
Yeah, well, uh, I appreciate your time today on the show and these concerns that you're raising, uh, I'm sure concern everybody listening because, you know, we hear those horrible stories of people passing away because, you know, they're out of the uh, out of the country and they, they can't find a bed in Canada. It's uh, it's a horrible story. And, you know, we pay a lot of uh, taxes and we, you know, pride ourselves on having a very advanced health care system. But if it's not being funded adequately, you know, there are big problems. So thanks so much for sounding the alarm. Thank you for having me.